Hey guys, welcome back to the OPD podcast with Joe and Austin. No guests today, and we're going to do this one in you guys' favorite style, which is just bullshitting between us, and we'll see what topics come up, and, and we'll just chat away. So, Austin, firstly, how's it going, bro? I saw um, I saw some updates on the diet, man, and I know that you were talking about the way that you were running that. Why don't you update us all on how that's going? Yeah, sure. So I had, um, we did move here recently. We're kind of working on getting settled in. So my, um, my expenditure went up a little bit there, right. Just kind of by default with doing, uh, you know, moving stuff and, and running back and forth organizing and stuff. So my intention originally was I was kind of starting to stall out. So I did a, a diet break week and my intention was to increase expenditure after that was over but i ended up not doing that initially because of the move and stuff so i was mm-hmm. you know i was getting tighter and and dropping so i didn't do that and then this week i just started to go ahead and move that back or move that expenditure up because uh, my activity you know normal activity kind of went back to normal for the most part so that's where i'm at i'm at about um, I'm not sure what I weighed last time, to be honest, when we talked, but I'm at anywhere from like, maybe like 220. I've even cracked under 220. I was like 219 one day, but it kind of depends. Like I'll do, um, I've been doing a, essentially a weekly refeed most weeks, depending on how I look and how I feel. So it's kind of an as needed type of thing, but yeah, it's still dropping, yeah, still dropping like half a pound to a pound a week. Yeah, nice. roughly. So the, um the physique is is very impressive, bro. You, you know, you're running a true TRT, like your actual prescribed TRT with no lipolytic PEDs in there. And man, what a crazy position to be in. Yeah. So I still I told you, like I said, I was trying to stretch that as far as I possibly could. And, um, it's, it's getting there, you know, I'm getting to the point where I will probably need, you know, I'll probably need to step on the pedal a little bit more. So that's why I started to add the activity and stuff in. And then of course, you know, like looking at like muscle retention, strength retention and things. So, you know, will I need to, uh, bump things up a little bit from that point. That's kind of where I'm at. So what I did is I went ahead and got some additional blood work. I actually just went this morning and got that drawn and I'm going to see where everything's at. I assume, you know, I assume that things will be good. And of course, like just losing the weight and body fat should improve like lipid profile and blood glucose, insulin levels and all that. So I assume everything should be pretty good. Uh, The only factor is I have been dieting and I had the extra stress from moving though I don't think that that's enough that's going to necessarily like skew my labs or anything, you know? So see how those look, assuming those look good. That was in my mind, that was the determining factor of, okay, this is how I look. I'm probably within a reasonable, you know, close distance to, to that ending point. My labs look good, et cetera, et cetera. Then I decide, do I just finish it? You know what I mean? 
Yeah, well, I mean, talking about like putting your foot on the gas a little bit, bro, like what a distance to have traveled to be only having that conversation now. It's crazy. Well, yeah, I don't even know. Here's the thing, though. I don't, I mean, I, I'd have to look back and tell you how long I've been just cruising along. Like as far as the slow deficit goes, I don't even know. I mean, it has to be, oh, man, I'd have to look back at my updates because I've done like two or three diet breaks in there already. You know, I've just kind of gone, you know, gone at about a pound. I dropped a little bit more initially, of course, because I had some inflammation and stuff that fell off when I was heavier and eating a lot more. But outside of that, I've gone at probably pound, pound and a half a week for shit. Since like March, so what? Four months already. That's crazy. Um, so, do you think this is a structure that you you'd follow again? Uh, I think it depends. Like, I think that the difference is I didn't I didn't really intend on going this far with it. So, I don't think there was any intention of like getting stage lean or anything it's just it just started as you know a general cleanup phase and then i was busy <laughs> had so much shit going on and it just and everything was functioning good and i was retaining tissue well and everything so i was like well i'm just going to keep going mm. and uh i thought in my head what i wanted to do honestly is i wanted to because this offseason has been so long that I wanted to just get leaner than I had been in the previous cleanup phases. I wanted to like, this is the leanest I've been since I've competed last. Right. Mm. So I wanted to see how I looked at a reasonably lean state. And then I started to get leaner and I thought, man, I look pretty good, <laughs> you know? So, uh, that's where, that's where I decided, okay, I'm going to keep going. And, uh, now we're here. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I could have taken this process and probably condensed it into two thirds of the time. You know what I mean? If I, yeah. if I wanted to, if it, if it was a case like, Hey, here's a date, I could have absolutely condensed this down into a shorter period of time. Now, with that being said, I have also not like, I've also had, you know, free meals every single week. Um, also done no added expenditure. You know, I mean, like it's been relatively as far as easy. I mean, it's still a, a plan, like it's still a, sh a strict plan. I'm still tracking, but you know, as far as like being easy goes, that's about as easy as it gets. It's extremely manageable and requires right. little additional thought. Hmm. Seems different thing, you know, which is beautiful. And that's it. Like, that's it. Like my life, my life outside, you know, day to day has changed. None, none, zero. You know, I don't feel I've noticed little bits. Like the only thing I've noticed, truthfully, the only thing I've noticed is just my leverages in the gym feeling a little bit different, like mechanics, just because I'm lighter, you know, um, yeah. like a certain, man, I might have to set up a little differently or, or I've lost a little bit of leverage here and there because I'm lighter, but not like absolute strength isn't necessarily dropping off. Um, I mean, I've maybe lost a rep here and there, but I actually, when I deloaded, 
uh, my last deload was probably like four weeks ago, three or four weeks ago. I got into an entirely new training block after that because I, I changed my volume up and stuff a little bit just, you know, cause I'm essentially basically training at maintenance volume. And I noticed as soon as I changed my training over, I'm just, I'm still gaining reps and weight on most areas mm. for the most part. And that's on, you know, I'm about to get my labs back, but my test level is probably total test is probably like 900, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, so, the, um, the super compensation out the other side of this is going to be holy. It should be nuts. I'm hoping. Just go straight to five grams, 10 units of growth. 30 cents and just week. blow it out. Marcus, rule that shit, man. You're in a good position. <laughs> Make up well, for you all know, that you haven't You know what through. my body does. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so here's, the, here's what I don't know yet, though. And this has been the trend from prep to prep is that when I hit that point of, you know, where, where the adaptation starts to become extreme is, is it still going to be the same as it's been? Like, you know, am I still going to be like 1500 calories here? And are we going to talk in a month from now and I'm eating like nothing? Yeah. yeah, We'll see. I'm not sure. Saying that though, this does seem to have been like the, Correct me if I'm wrong, but like the least adaptive deficit I've seen from you. So far. Yeah, so far it definitely has. Uh, I still have, I mean, objectively looking at the photos, most of the, like my front side's good. It's not, I mean, it's not staging, but it's good. My quads are feathered. My abs are all visible. They're getting tighter. But realistically, it's the typical male fat holding pattern, low back. You know, like low back glutes. So, are you? I have. Um, do do you are you prescribed any thyroid medication as well, or just androgens? Uh, yeah, thyroid armor. I had uh, this combination, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so really, you know, there's still room for lipolytic supplementation but not thyroid which i mean i could you could go up a little bit right i suppose but i'd not there's you could go up slightly if it wanted yeah, to so many better options available to you right now yeah for sure yeah that's that's kind of low on the priority list so uh, and and frankly i'm still getting frankly like now i'm getting the insulin sensitivities like coming in for sure because while i am flatter day to day i swell up in the gym like instantly yeah you know like day to just walking around like yeah i'm kind of flat but (laughs) when i start training it's just like bam pump nothing better than that man when you die and you get in the gym you just go and you look like a different person yeah i started doing some uh I started working into my, my calories, my macros, some extra glycerol and stuff too. And a bunch of fluid. Cause it's been so hot. Right. Mm. So, and I'm training outside. So for that hydration and I just swell up. Oh, I haven't done the just, old vegetable and the, the old Dr. Scott pump protocol for a while, man. Although yeah, the, the carb that I use, the carb match from Strom has, um, 
Oh, I'll probably be concentrated. Have like the Hydra, have like the Hydra Max in it or something. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. That like really highly concentrated glycerin. I can't remember. I think it's probably the Hydra Max stuff. Yeah, you notice that. Oh yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm doing the uh, I'm doing like the old school just food grade vegetable glycerin out of the jug. You know what I mean, like a big jug of it. And I just, just, so I'm doing that with, with, uh, I've actually just been doing whey isolate. I'm not even doing EAAs or anything. Cause my meals are so gapped out that I'm just doing like a fruit flavored, you know, like a fruity flavored whey isolate and just sip on that while I train. That's not exactly the, on my last deficit. I had like a clear whey, um, yeah. like a strawberry cream whey isolate with, um, Exactly the same as you. That like, it's come from like some kind of Amazon Jewish shop. I don't know if, it, if really. It's in Jew- <laughs> yeah, you used to get in like the gallon jugs, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it, and and with it being so, like I said, with it so much heat right now and a lot of humidity, it's I'm sweating a lot. So just I've increased the fluid a bit, uh, making sure I'm getting you know plenty of electrolytes. And it's just, and I just swell up, make. Every, every body part, lower, train lower body, blown out. Like, you know, where my legs are strided, like it's so blown out that there's not one line left when I'm done training. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like sausages. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just like a, it's just like a sack. It's just like a sack of blood. Isn't that funny? <laughs> like you train delts and they'll get harder and grainier and fuller. Yeah. And you train, right, right. you're back to mid-off season. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing there. I'm like, oh no, everything's gone. <laughs> You're funny, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Out, like I said, once I get these get these labs back, I'll know a little bit more. Should be probably get them back next week. So we'll see what they look like. But uh, how's everything going on your end? Yeah, good. I was just going to say with your labs, do you still see um, Doctor Serrano? Is he still knocking about? Still doing his? Oh thing? yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. I still see him. I need, so with the prescription, I have to have labs on file at least one time per year. Now I get them more than once a year, but I, you know, I have to report to him, report them to him and et cetera. I think it's, I think it's mostly because of it's a scheduled because it's like a scheduled substance and they have to, you know, they have to have everything on file. So but yeah, I still go to him. And then of course, like any, if I have any weird ailments, like any funky stuff going on, I can always talk to him about it. And plus I did a couple years ago, I did the, uh, the calcium score and the echocardiogram, which, you know, which I got, um, a referral from him to do it. So I'll probably do another one of those here in the future. Um, so like, yeah, it's great to have him and, and Jerrica goes to him as well. And now my parents go to him. <laughs> so really? he's so, a good yeah. dude, man. I haven't seen anything from him, but then I haven't at the same time looked. I think he used to do a few videos and stuff, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He, there's still another guy, another local guy that he knows that they they put out some content, but actually it's mostly training stuff, believe it or not. Oh, I didn't know that was yeah. a thing. He does a lot of training. So, and it's not a lot of, a lot of like hypertrophy stuff. I mean, there is a little bit of that, but he does a lot of like, uh, athletic type training 
So they'll have different like pro athletes and things like that. But he does have some pretty cool. I've used a lot of that stuff like with injuries and things. So he has a lot of interesting exercises that puts you at really horrible mechanic, like advantage, you know, disadvantage. <laughs> like, yeah. um, so there's a lot of things in there that if you need something that's extremely lightweight, that's still very, very challenging. He has some cool stuff. Um, you know, even dating way, way back to like the, the Serrano press, like the shoulder press, you know? Uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. So he has a, a bunch of interesting stuff in that realm and I'll, I'll steal some of that stuff every once in a while if I need it. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I should yeah. follow up on that. There's a, there's a few old heads that haven't not called any mold. I mean, like, you know, back in the day, some of the people that you'd follow more closely, it's hard now, isn't it? With social media. I mean, I don't, um, I don't use my social media anymore. I have uh, somebody that does it for me and I just like write the posts. So I don't, um, I don't get to, well, I just don't really keep up with anything. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, it's like, I don't scroll hardly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really, I'm not like on there scrolling and looking. So I, I really don't know what goes on most of the time. Yeah. I just, I just don't open the app now. It's just, um, <laughs> it's too yeah. much. It's just not, I, I don't think it's particularly conducive to, um, happy living to be honest um uh no i think it i think especially depending on how you use it and depending on what you're well because the people that gravitate towards it are the ones that are already probably having difficulties (laughs) mentally anyhow because it's just what is it it's just just dopamine just little dopamine hits i do have um a, a guilty pleasure social media though i i do like to talk tiktok i've got a tiktok account it's got nothing on it but i only i follow loads of um dog pages and um you know, sometimes if it's like i'm sitting on the toilet or something i just like looking at dogs and stuff <laughs> yeah yeah like like tiktok and youtube shorts are like they can be addicting because they're short, right? They're short. They're to the point. They're catchy. Man, uh, you know. Uh, speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of which, I I need to post this too because I thought it was funny. So I posted a reel the other day of a guy. So one of my clients came out, and we did a little bit of uh, shooting in the backyard since I have some land and stuff. And I have this big revolver. It's hilarious, right? So he shot it, whatever. And his reaction was funny. So I was like, oh, that's funny. So I post it on uh, an Instagram reel and a Facebook reel. The Facebook reel went into the algorithm big time because it just hit 1 million views last night. No fucking way, bro. One fucking million views. That is insane. I'll send it. I'll send you the screenshot. I screenshotted it last night to show you. I'll send it to you on Instagram now. It's up the where you can see it, where it says one M down in the crazy. Down the so yeah, there really you go. Algorithm. Then let me have a look at this. So we well did um a TikTok of a puppy. We, we've sold the puppy since then, but he was like playing with our Rottweiler, 
And it was just them tugging a, a rope tug thing on TikTok. And that got right. 700,000 views. And I'm like, how the fuck did that? Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, it has to catch though, right? Like once it catches, once it catches, it's an exponential climb because it's like two branches into four people to eight to 16. And it just keep, keeps like climbing. Because I don't know about that one, but this one was going up at one, it's slowed down now. But this one at one point was going up. Like I would, I'm talking like I would talk to Jerrica for two minutes and I would come back and it had 2,000 more views. Mm, crazy. Like, if, like, what the hell? <laughs> you know? It's just, yeah. <laughs> in a demographic that likes whatever hashtag you put on there or something. Yeah. And the thing is, yeah, the thing about that is I didn't put, I didn't put any hashtags. I didn't put any music over it because a lot of time it'll show you like, here's the music that's being used in most reels, whatever, whatever. I didn't put shit on it. It was literally just him. No music, no audio, nothing. I'm like, what the fuck? I sent it to you. It's so hysterical. Like, that's insane. On topic for you. So I'm I'm coming to the States in December. One of the things I want to do is fire a gun. You're coming to the States in December? That's right, boy. I'm going to have to come over to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm flying into Dallas. What, Austin? Or Dallas. Okay. Uh, I think I'll have to check that. The 2nd of... Uh, is it second? Or the 1st of December. Um, and I see getting a plane over there is like getting a fucking bus, man. You can just like hop around states, can't you? So... Yeah. Um, I'm going to have so to come... So if you go... Let me look here. Let me double check because I think NPC Nationals. I need to see what that is because I'll probably go to that. And I, if it might be on the same weekend, how long are you going to be here? I haven't. I haven't planned a return flight yet because I'm okay. So you're one. You're going to one way yourself in. Yeah, well, well, I'll know nearer the time because I've got Shane competing in the Arnolds and the possibility of an Olympia qualification is pretty good. And if he does qualify, then I'm just going to stay until the Olympia. If he doesn't, then I'll okay long enough to do a little bit of... Uh, I'm going to go and see Jared and Mike and I'd like to visit yourself. Chris Fulton, I'd love to visit, you know, so I'm, I want to do a bit while I'm over there. I might as well. Um but I just don't know exactly how long yet. Okay, the Olympia is when is the Olympia? Is the second is it second week of December? Yeah, I think you're right. So yeah, NPC Nationals is the first week. But yeah, just let me know because Columbus, uh, Columbus has an airport, obviously, which that's that's the closest one to me. It's not very far. And I could I could pick you up pretty easily. Or you can, you know, you can Uber or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. We'll go and shoot some well, shit. Well, then this is where you want to you want to come here then. <laughs> I've never, ever, bro, I don't know if I've even seen a gun, let alone held one. Well, we have, because we have land now. And we shoot in the backyard, like right in, like right outside the door. Bro, I want to go hunting. I want to go and kill something and cook it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I the squirrels. 
You want like a deer or something big. Well, then, well, then if you you should go to Texas and just do like boar hunting. So that's wild. Yeah, man, I'm on it. I hear Joe Rogan talking about hunting, and I'm like, boy, let me get some of that. Yeah, good. If you're gonna be in Texas, just look up like boar hunting. I'm probably uh, do something like that. Those things are those things are mean. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna go right into it. Well, I mean, like I said, you're welcome to welcome to try anything out that I have in the arsenal. I want to engulf myself in American culture. You'll see me with the MAGA hat on and fucking um, <laughs> <laughs> cigar. Well, if you want, if you want Ameri- if you want real like rural American culture, you got to come here. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's what you when you travel somewhere. I feel like you want to see the deepest roots of the culture, preferentially, not just a tourist. Right. Yeah, like you can get that in tech. Texas is really big, obviously, but Texas you'll get you'll get like a certain American feel because you know it's Texas. But here, you know, I live in the country, so and there's definitely like a very authentic, a rural American feel. Yeah, that would so, be sick, man. That's some, I bet you've got some crazy athletes around. Some, you, some real you just need to see some big, uh, so you just need to shoot a gun. You need to see some big lifted trucks. And you know, sack. Stuff like that. I'll be riding around in the, what's it, the F-150? That's probably small. Oh, that's a, that's a small one. You need like the F-450 or 650. Big yeah. one. Fucking huge. I'll end up <laughs> one probably. There was, I went to the little, the lo- little local convenience store by us probably two days ago. And there was a guy with a lifted truck in the parking lot. And the lift was so high that the bottom of the door was like at my head. <laughs> and that's what he just you, drives around. Do you even have like Ford Rangers out there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, some, you have Ford Rangers, like Chevy, uh, like S10, you know, like the small... Smaller trucks like that, but those are really small. So that's the you biggest. Know. That's the biggest thing you'll see on the streets here, really. Yeah, those. That's like the absolute smallest truck that you can get. <laughs> I need to move out there. I'll probably won't want to come home. <laughs> you might not. You might not want to come home. <laughs> I'll be ringing jazz like, yeah, I've just been hunting. Um, Whipping around in my truck with my MAGA hat on, smoking a cigar. I'm definitely not so, there. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, so here even, you know, we have land. So, like, you can ride, like, ATVs around or, uh, you know, bikes, like, all that shit. The dream. So. The American dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I suppose that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> Although it's going to be cold. It'll be cold here. Yeah, I'll, I can deal with that. It, it'll be the heat. I don't think I'll be able to deal with. Yeah, it'll it'll probably be pretty nice in Texas in December. It'll probably only be it'll probably be really nice temperature there because it it's so hot in the summer there. But in the winter time, it's really nice. So probably won't be bad. But yeah, you just have to keep me posted. Definitely, <laughs> if you're going to be here, you have to come. You have to visit. You have to. 
Oh yeah, I'm for sure. I'm coming, man. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I'll be there. That's for sure. I wouldn't miss sure. it. Man. I need to get position in the barn gym, put some fucking death metal on, and get on that crazy leg press hack squat combo. Yeah, we'll we'll do something because we have. I don't know if it'll be if it'll still be in other the other barn or if we'll have everything moved over to the new the new one. But either way, we'll do it. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, anyway, bro. Um, in terms of my bodybuilding, um, so as you know, I had that long mini cut um, at maintenance volume where I was super busy, and then we went on holiday. Blah blah blah. Um, I've actually just finished my first massing mesocycle. The other side of that, so it was a five week on, one week off. So actually, my deload finishes today. I'm back in training tomorrow. Um, and I can say with certainty that was the most overreach I've ever been on a training block. And I'm not sure whether it was the fact that I'd been at maintenance for so long. So it's a very novel stimulus or whether it was just by virtue of the training block being a bit, a bit of a step up from what I was doing on the upper body specifically, I would say this is the first time that I've accumulated a upper body volume and proximity to failure to the point that progression on any set was impossible in the final week it was terrible man like you know when like i'm going to bed i'm falling asleep in two seconds and then an hour later i wake up and i'm not getting back to sleep appetites finitoed no pump in the gym like i've never been this overreached my life was fucked um but pretty good data for me because i've never gotten to that point on the upper body before specifically on back and chest i would say and it took some hammering i think in the last week i had back up to 28 sets all to zero rar i had pecs up to 22 24 sets zero rar oh man extremely difficult but um i've got some nice progress out of that actually i took some pictures the other day and sent them through to Mr. D McKillop and um so I'm I'm about 220 to 222 pounds fluctuating at the minute, which isn't actually very heavy for me. But visually, I can't see any addition of adiposity from when I started this mass at about 213-ish. Um so I'm quite happy with that. That's like I know that average is out to about a pound a week, but I've also added insulin and added about God, I think my carbs are up about 400 grams from where they are. I'm at about 850-ish gram carb a day at the minute. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm happy with the rate of growth. It was just it was just a very, very difficult training block. But I'm going to repeat it. I'm going to make some alterations to volume for the lower body, actually, because I was having some issues with overlapping soreness in the early weeks. I've just kind of come to discover that my volumes for glute and ham for anything like hip extension are extremely low as compared to other body parts like mev for me through hams and glutes is like four sets a week i can do two sets to three to four rar on like um, a bulgarian split squat or some kind of hip extension and i can be sore for three days so I need to adjust them down a touch. 
but apart from that, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back into it now. I'm finally, finally at that post dealer point. I'm like, oh, I think I can go again now. I felt like I could never train again at the end of that last. <laughs> yeah, I I think my volume is pretty similar in that regard. Like the lower bodies make me, and I just can't. I can I can't I can't handle much unless I were to just do two sets a week on everything else. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah, it it smokes me, and plus. And plus, and you're doing a lot of, I know with the way that you have your, your gym and stuff set up, you're doing a lot of, uh, of high, high yield exercises in the sense that you're getting a lot of yield with, uh, with not a lot of wasted expenditure or a lot of wasted CNS, um, expenditure, you know what I mean? So the fact that you're, which, which is like even more makes that even more impressive because if you were to do 28 sets of uh, bent over barbell row, you just wouldn't be able to do it. You know, it would be just so much wasted. I mean, you might be able to do it. It's your performance would be poor, but it would just be so much wasted. Um, uh, nearly you'd be in that. Oh, talking about the gym, uh, something really cool happened today. So, in my gym, I've got a Cybex FT360 cable stack, which I, I love as a cable stack. It's one of my favorites. Um, really, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Malleable to create lots of really nice profiles. Um, right. Lovely four to one ratio on the cam. So very little inertia. It's a brilliant cable stack, but for for the last three years or so, I've been looking for a Cybex Bravo Pro. I don't know if you've seen these cable stacks. It's a dual stack, so there's not a central stack. It's got a stack on each side. It's all four to one cam. It's also got a brace that comes out the middle. You seen it like a chest pad you can use? Um, I don't think so. I don't think I have it, it, It's the daddy of all cable stacks. The best cable stack in the world, hands down, but very expensive and very rare. Never, ever see them come up. And when they do come up, they're gone like that. I got a phone call off one of my clients today. Shout out Mr. John Thackeray, the legend. And he said, mate, a Bravo Pro came up on eBay and I bought it straight away because I know that you wanted one. Just send me the money. I was like, you fucking legend. So there we go. I've got one coming. Awesome. That's Yeah, that's great. I'll, I'm going to have to check that out. I have, <clears throat> I have a couple things that I'm looking at. No, I don't. You know, the you, thing is, I don't want. You, I you guys have easy access. That like, when I'm searching for like Cybex pieces, especially like VR2 pieces or Nautilus Nitro or even Explode pieces, there's loads that come up in America that's cheap. Oh yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah, there's a bunch. There's any any Cybex stuff. Any basically any series, any version. I mean, you can get all of it. Really, mm. I haven't seen. Um, cause we had talked about like the Eagle stuff and some different, a couple different things. I've had no, I can find all of it. Oh man. Buy it. <laughs> Buy it all. Yeah. Well, well, I'm looking to, once I get, like I said, once I get moved over here. Um, so when we move, I'm going to hire, I'm going to hire someone to move the equipment that they, they'll break everything down or that needs to be broke down and then they'll organize it all. Right. Cool. in the gym because right now like it is organized to an extent but i could definitely make it 
more efficient and save more space, right? So when we move, I'll have them kind of just lay everything out so it's as organized as possible. And then uh, then I'll see what I can add from there. Definitely want, I have a couple things that are like higher priority. I want a converging chest press. Um, I, bet you I don't know what um, well, that's the one I was looking at. Yeah, I, I've got it. I've got the eagle, and I really like it. You get a ton of convergence, and because it's on a dual axis, you can you can either use it in the single axis or the dual axis. So the single axis does converge quite nicely. You can also use it on the dual axis to get a full conversion path um, if you choose. It's very difficult like that, or something that converges slightly less but has a really really nice profile and a really nice line of force is the is the Nautilus. Um, either explode or nitro is the same. The only difference is one's pin loaded and one's plate loaded. I I always try and go with pin loaded for my home gym because I can't be bothered lugging weights around. It's a heavy stack as well. Um, but yeah, the, which, I, I think if I'm going to buy one, I'd get the Cybex Eagle. Which Cybex Eagle is it? Because there's a VR3. Not VR. So the VR aren't are the Eagle. VR was before eagle and then you've got like eagle nt or something oh, okay. every- see i see vr3 is older looks like yeah there's some nice vr3 like i love the vr3 row the lap dominant row i, I that's my favorite side in fact no <laughs> i said the eagle row is really really nice um but i like the vr3 row the yeah cybex eagle because you can get a used one here cybex eagle chest press and this is the, yeah, eleven hundred or no, eleven thousand or whatever the hell the uh, version is. Yeah, see, this one used is only eleven hundred dollars. That's um, that's painful. Yeah, and our brand new one's like three, three grand or so. I think, I think I paid. I think I paid one five for mine, but that was a. That was a good deal, and I had to buy. They can put three pieces of eagle for four and a half grand. I think it leveled up. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, man, like you, you'd love that. So, uh, such an incredible, and it's got almost this like clavicular line of force. It's quite, cause it, it almost like arcs up, like it drives your humerus kind of towards your clavicle. Nice. That would be good because it, you know, I, it's pretty easy. I think it's, it's pretty easy to replicate. Uh, I mean, clavicular fiber, like I can do the flies. I can set the flies up on my cables relatively easily. Um, I mean, you can do pressing and stuff like that too, but it's a lot easier to, to isolate those fibers in a machine. I found. Yeah. The stability, man. Like I, I think it's fairly easy to train like the sternal pec with other right. stuff. That clavicular yep, challenge—it's exactly. hard to replicate, and it's the direction that it pulls your humerus in as well. It's almost like from this point of elbow tuck, really stable, right up to the point that like your elbow pits almost like at your chin. If you know what I mean? Yep. yep. Really, really. I, I love that piece. I love that piece. Highly recommended. You have to get yeah, a nitro pull down is the essential piece of kit for any home gym like you, you, you just cannot get that feeling on anything else and they're they're fairly available in america from what i've seen 
Yeah, we'll look at Nautilus, Nitro, Lat, Pull Down. I can look right here. Yep, there's a bunch of them. Oh, man, what a piece. It took me forever to find one. I had to import mine from the Czech Republic. Couldn't find one in the UK. But I couldn't... There's a leverage. Yeah. So this is the... Oh, okay. This is the actual... Um, is this the the selectorized one or is it plate loaded? Nitro is uh, selectorized and Explode is plate loaded, but they're the same machine. Okay. Yeah, because I'm seeing... Yeah, because I see it. I see the difference here. Hmm. Okay. Whenever I go train anywhere else, like I have to train at a gym that I'll, I'll keep unknown in Liverpool a few weeks ago and I was using their lap pull down. I was like, I can't use this, man. I've become... The snobbery is too much. Like, I need my nitro. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's one. Pre-owned. Again, like, these things are commercial, so they last forever. If they're taken mm. care of. This one is uh, nitro, lap pull-down, <laughs> used, $995. Oh, man, buy it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... That's pretty good. That's actually a lot cheaper than I expected. You know, they're really small footprint as well. All the nitro pieces are really small footprint. Yeah. You can nitro plus. Does that yeah, sound nitro, right? Nitro plus. Yeah, nitro plus are different, but it's like it's the same machine. They just is some of the nitro plus things. They just have like a cup holder and like a different um, frame on it. Uh, yeah, yeah, because it looks the same. And this one has the. They they have the independently moving art handles, right? Yeah, yeah. Free wrist rotation on the handles on the nitro. Yeah, one of the best things about it. Yeah, the trailing arms yeah. that free move. Amazing. Yeah, so this is the right one then. I think you had one of them, didn't you? In that gym that you own. What was it called? G Force. Yes. It was an older yeah. one. It was an older version of it, but it was the same thing. It was a not it was a Nautilus. I'm trying to think of what the actual the series was, but yes, it was the same thing essentially. Yeah, check out and the I super have as well for the lat smoker, the nitro super pullover. Man, what a piece of kit! Yeah, I you know lats like the back stuff. I can replicate just about anything with a cable. Yeah, for sure. With a high with a high and low cable. You know, because um, yeah. I have a high and low cable. The only thing my cable, I, I really love my cables, but the only thing I don't have is it doesn't have the, the pulley doesn't move up and down. So like, I don't have a center point, yeah. right? I just have a high and low. Um, but, you know, it's not, it's definitely not a deal breaker. I had, I have tons of different attachments and stuff, so it's pretty easy to replicate, but I use, I use the hell out of that cable stack. I use it so much. Oh yeah, ninety percent of my workouts are still on the cables. If you've got good cables, man, you can do any of them. Yeah, and and you know, and you can brace because I can use with the bench. Um, I can move just. I just have like a freestanding, you know, incline bench that I can move around, and you can do anything. So pretty much limitless at that point. But yeah, cool, man. Yeah, well, you have to let me know when what the definitive details are on your on your visit and uh when we get a little bit closer and uh we'll make sure that you get out here oh man Th that is a that is a given man i'm getting there 
Perfect. Cool. Cool, cool. cool. Sounds good. Oh, that, was, that was a pretty cool catch-up. Hope the, the audience enjoyed listening to our ramblings as usual. Um, anybody has any topic requests that they'd like to see, um, just get them in. Also, as always, keep your eyes open for the Q&As because they are still on a monthly basis. Austin posts them up on his social media, so get your questions into there. Check out the sponsors in the show notes below, and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace.